you will leave feeling like a better American. You will leave feeling a message of hope, full of inspiration. So don't you ever tell me that you can't make a difference. Because you can't. When you build an organization that's funded with grassroots warrior, when you put financial skin in the game, your commitment to this, we are able to do magical things. Because we're competing with the establishment. We're competing with these self-funders. And they're going to be showing a lot of money, but I'll take your boots on the ground any day of the week. evening my fellow michiganders good evening my fellow americans just real quick because we want people to get on tonight we're going to show a short little video of the story of our movement so here we go and then after that we will get into our much 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 important call to action tonight all right here we go Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Here we are today going to talk about, again, the governor. When she gives us lemons, we are going to make vats and vats and vats of lemonade, especially with the clown show that we are currently in and we continue. I mean, we're shutting down all these businesses. We're ruining these people's lives. And I knew in my head at the time, I could just foresee what was going to happen. I knew that lockdowns, if you do it for a long period of time, do more harm than good. We're social beings. And I just had all this anger inside of me. And I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to make a Facebook group. And I did it for my own personal expression. I just wanted to get some something off my chest. I just made like a, a two to three minute video, just like, why is this happening? This doesn't make sense. Um, and I posted it. And that night I go home to my wife and there's like 500 people that joined our group and I looked at it and I was like holy cow like there's 500 people that feel just like I do and, and that's one of the things I think with conservatives we thought we were alone and when I woke up the next morning it was 5,000 and I went to work that day and later on that day it was 100,000 and the second night it was 200,000 the third night it was 300,000 people and I looked at my wife on a Sunday afternoon. I was like, you know, what the heck did I do? And then we got clipped overnight. Boom, Facebook took us down. The reason we got taken down was we um, basically got a notification or I got a notification from Facebook that said I was advocating the spread of disease. And the, the post that they got me on was when I was doing a Facebook Live at Carl the Barber's at his facility when he was refusing to shut down. And I didn't interview anybody. All I did is held up my phone and I was like, hey, I'm at Carl the Barber's. We're in here, we have somebody that's standing up. I'm not sure he even told me that he was starting the Facebook group and it was just a way for him to express some of his grievances and kind of put it out there. Why is this happening? What What's going on? This doesn't feel right. And I remember we were just about to fall asleep. He checked his phone and we couldn't believe that it was thousands of people that had already joined the group. And when we woke up and the thousands more that had joined the group, 
he said, I'm not the only one. We are not the only ones who feel this way. I knew it. I believe I was the one who, to tell him to run for governor before he even made the decision. God's gift to Garrett was leadership. He stands up for the regular person who can't stand up for themselves. We need a person like Garrett that is not a politician, that is willing to put out, take off the gloves and fight. He's done all this with zero expectation. If anything, there was more to lose. And that was a risk that he was willing to do to be a voice. He's not just talking, he's out there in the community, he's out there advocating, he's out there, you know, standing up for the people, and that's what we need. My job's not done. My vow is not done. I have to finish what I promised the state of Michigan. I have to finish what I promised the people of the state of Michigan, what I would do. And I won't quit. And I don't quit. I'm a fighter. And I will continue to push this thing forward until I fulfill my vow to the people. I'm Gary Soldano, and I'm running for governor. The power of one can lead to the power of many. Wow. I mean, you watch that, and it just really triggers a lot of memories. Because most of you out there in our movement, you've been fighting alongside me for my goodness gracious, two years and over three months now. And it's been a it's been a knockdown drag out this fight in the phone booth. There's no no doubt about it. But that's just how far we've come. And so, you know, with this call to action tonight, this is this is what you guys are all about. And this is why we must continue to come together and hammer down on these types of things to allow we the people to continue to stand up and continue to fight back. Because um, again, Governor Whitmer, she's trying to bypass. The legislature. She's trying to basically um, overstep the boundaries of the checks and balances of our government. So I don't know if you guys have been watching. I'm sure you have. But Whitmer um, filed an injunction in the courts before Roe versus Wade was overturned. She was preparing because she is anticipating that Roe versus Wade was going to get overturned. And the injunction allows abortion to continue to take place in Michigan despite the Roe versus Wade ruling which is now official, okay? The Roe versus Wade ruling said abortion is not a constitutional right and returned the power to the states on whether abortion is legal. So the power went back to the states. Now it's up to the we, the people, and the legislature and the governor to all work together on deciding, you know, what laws are going to pass, what laws are going to enforce, and so forth. That's how our system of government works. That means in Michigan, there's that 1931 law that is the law of the state, which says abortion is only legal to save the life of the mother. Okay, um, which I stand for. Whitmer's trying to get the courts to overturn this 1931 law and say it's outdated and creating confusion, but that's not how this works. Okay, the courts don't legislate, folks. That's the job of the state legislature. If she wants to kill the babies, because we all know Governor Whitmer is an extremist on abortion, look what she did with our COVID infected elderly when she put them in COVID um, or when she put them in elderly homes, resulting in the deaths of tens of thousands of our loved ones. If she wants to overturn that 1931 law, she has to do what the government is set out to do, and she needs to change Michigan law with the state legislature. She has to work together. So Whitmer and Nessel are encouraging these these county prosecutors to not enforce the law. Now think about that. Again, here's our governor overstepping the checks and balances of our government 
and basically trying to rule unilaterally, just like she did when she lost in the state Supreme Court ruling in October 2020. What'd she do? She weaponized the health department. She's literally doing the same thing and she's telling these county prosecutors to not prosecute abortions, to not prosecute murder, right? But we have two, there's two brave prosecutors right now in Jackson County and Kent County um, that are committed to enforcing the law. And I just spoke with um, Carl Mankies, his attorney, David Coleman, who is representing these two prosecutors on the phone a couple of days ago. So what we're going to do is we are going to do what we do best. We are going to call our local prosecutors in every single county. This is your call to action, and we are going to go and do this all throughout the week, and we are going to hammer them down on the phone and on emails to tell them that they must enforce the law. They must follow the law. They don't get a get-out-of-jail-free card because the governor is asking them, and um, the attorney general Nessel is asking them not to follow the law. That is their oath. They have to follow the law. And that law, as of right now, until the state legislature passes something else, is that 1931 law. So I want you all to call and email your prosecutors in your counties and tell them that they must enforce the law. Abortions are not legal in Michigan. Okay, so in the description, there is a link. So we're creating a landing page at GarrettForMichigan.com slash action. Okay, the link is in there. We have some of the counties and your information, the prosecutor's name, email and number. Okay, we are going to complete that list in the next 48 hours. So all 83 counties in the state of Michigan will be on this landing page. But what you can do right now is you can just search, go to DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine that you use. Um, and type in your county and say prosecutor, and I'm sure their email and phone number will go up. And literally, you can call them or you can email them and say, you must enforce the law, the 1931 law um, that is there. Okay, so that is what we're going to do, because that is what our movement's about. See, I'm not a politician, never will be. I wear it as a badge of honor that I have no political experience. I'm a man of action. I am your statesman, and I will always be your statesman, and I'm not the type of guy who's going to run for office and give you nothing but lip service and say, hey, when we get in there, we're going to stand for life. Hey, when we get in there, we're going to do this. Hey, when we, when we get in there, we're going to do this and that. No, over the past two years and three months, all of us as a movement, we have been taking back lost ground nonstop, nonstop. So we're not going to wait for Garrett to get into office to change this. We are going to do this now. That's the power of all of us together. And so I urge you all, number one, you all have to share this video. We need to get this video out. So every single one of you that are watching, that are commenting, that engaged in this video right now with comments or likes and loves and cares, you need to share it. Share it on your platforms. Don't be afraid because here's what I want to show or tell and talk about because it's all about conversation because there's a lot of people in our movement who are pro-choice, which is fine. However, I don't care if you're pro-choice because even if you're pro-choice or pro-life, you should want your elected officials to do what? To follow the gosh darn law. So even if you're pro-choice, you should still be upset that this elected official, our current governor, who we are going to retire in November 2022, is trying to bypass the checks and balances again. Again, she is the gift that keeps on giving, unfortunately, and she's already done this in the past. She tramples all over the Constitution. She tramples all over our system of government, and she's doing it again. And it's illegal. Okay, so you must call, share, email your prosecutors, share this videos so we can get this out to get a lot of people hammering on these prosecutors. And you never you never know. 
That's one thing that we learn with this movement is the power of one can lead to the power of many. So don't you ever think that you can't make a difference because we never know what small act that you may say or do, a phone call, an email, a share that may literally change the lives of millions tomorrow. Okay, which I want to go back real quick to the 1945 law that we the people hammered down and got done, 539,000 signatures in 80 days. And at the time, we thought that law was to get the lockdowns taken care of, right? It was the Emergency Powers Act. And at the time, we were like all focused on lockdowns. We've got to open up. We've got to open up. Uh, got to open up. But God always has a plan, doesn't he? Right? Let go, let God. And when the state Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature in October 2020, we're like, well, okay, I guess it's okay now, but we still need to get that nasty law off the books. We all talked about that long ago. Guess what law that she would be using right now if it wasn't for us taking it off the books? The 1945 Emergency Powers Act. She would have declared another state of emergency and used that 1945 law to kill babies. So all of you out there, just that chills that signed that petition, that circulated that petition, that gave up your time and your energy and time with your family, and it goes on and on. You thought you were doing that for the lockdowns. You had no idea that it was saving the unborn. That's unbelievable. That's how powerful you all are. And so that's what we'll continue to do because I'm going to show you a video that we just released because it's not her fault. She just hasn't been in the fight with us. She hasn't been in the trenches. She hasn't been battle-hardened like me, who's been fighting nonstop against this governor and other things in the state of Michigan for two years and three months. A lot of people think that we just protested. That's all we did. And I'm going to show you the video of the last debate when she said, because I had a question to everyone, is what did you do in 2020? Because I think that is a very important question for all these candidates who are trying to run for governor right now, is where have you been? Have you been on the sidelines? Have you been in the basement? Have you been on the bleachers? Why all of us have been fighting nonstop? It's easy to run in the fourth quarter, but where have you been during the offseason, the first, second, third quarter of the game, right? And so I called them out, and she said, well, while you guys are protesting, I was broadcasting it on the news network nationally, which, okay, but this is what happened. Now I want to show you all that video right now. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. You're all talking a big game right now. You guys are all talking a big game right now. You truly are. And you're giving a bunch of lip service. What did you do in 2020? When these New guys job. were out there doing their what they were doing, their protests, I was making sure it was broadcast nationwide. We were doing more than protesting. Guess what the people did? So again, they tend to think that we are just protesting. So let's reflect what our movement did, okay? Because the whole story is there. Is initially when we started that movement, 
Over 300,000 people joined. And then we start doing calls of actions against our legislature demanding that they do not ex extend the state of emergency. Because if you remember correctly, the rhinos in Michigan went with this state of emergency in the beginning. And we were kicking and screaming and say, no, you should not be taking away our constitutional freedom, sacred values, and citizens' rights, regardless of a pandemic. And they finally listened to us. But as we are going through with the legislature, we actually got a resolution through that demanded the hospital data from the governor, which passed the legislature. OK, because the governor, if you remember, denied FOIA requests until June of 2020. So we weren't understanding and knowing what was going on behind closed doors. And she refused to release the hospital data because if she did, we all would have seen that the hospitals were empty. They were laying people off. Right. They were even threatening to close because there was no business. And the whole reason on why we stood up or why we locked down was to flatten the curve to not overwhelm the hospital system. So re she refused to give us that data because we would have said, hey, we flattened the curve, open up, but she refused. So we got that resolution through. Then we started holding protests and rallies throughout the state where not hundreds, but thousands of people came to experience this little thing that you and everyone else out there took for granted called our freedom. And then we hammered down and got the 539,000 signatures to unlock Michigan, right? To get that 1945, the, the law off the books, not realizing it was also going to help save the unborn. Then when she locked us down again and took away um, our children's experiences, opportunities and dreams, we activate our movement to go to and support these rallies where we are trying to get the kids back to athletics, trying to get the kids back to in-person schools. Then we activate our movement in December and January of 2020 and 2021 to go around and support these small restaurants who are locked down to 25 percent capacity. That was the Iron Pig and Gaylord, um, Woodchips Barbecue and Lapeer, Craven's Restaurant and Hudson, Spangler's and Jonesville, Bowen's and Delton. The list goes on and on. So over those next two months, we're activating the movement to go spend money at these places so these folks could provide a living. And then we took it a step further because if you remember in January and February 2021, what were we doing? We are again telling our rhino legislature, there are six of them, to not do what? Nominate the, the new director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services director, um, Elizabeth Hertel. Because at the time I said what? She believes in mandates. And there are six rhinos, including Mike Shirky, who could have stopped the nomination and they chose not to. And that woman ended up being the health department's um, director. And guess what she did? She masked up our babies. So she's the one who masked up our babies. Elizabeth Hertel did. And we, the people, tried to stop it at that time. We already had the plans to run for governor. And that's what we've been doing ever since. So for someone to say all we were doing is protesting, my goodness gracious, we've been doing more than protesting. We've been inspiring positive change in the state. That's what we've been doing as a movement. And then we hammer down even more for to make sure that our elections are integrous in 2022, where we recruited and helped recruit thousands of licensed election inspectors to secure our 2022 election. And a lot of these folks have become Princeton delegates. A lot of these folks in our movement are on school boards now or running for school boards. And they're getting on the city commission and city council. And we have folks running for state rep. That is the power of all of you. So when I hear, oh, well, you guys are just protesting, I kind of took offense to that. Because all of you have been in the trenches with me fighting nonstop for the past two years and three months. And we have a basically a politician giving us lip service now on the debate stage and everything else on what she is going to do. And look, folks, the gloves are off me now. I have been not going to sit on the sidelines with this anymore. We are so sick and tired of the establishment. This is what this is about right now. And I need you to listen to this. This is about we the people versus the establishment right now. That's what's at stake. 
Because if we don't get out and continue to grow our movement and get out to vote, then we're going to have a, another rhino person in the office because she is backed by the DeVos empire. And if you want to look at what the DeVos empire, how, how much they've been involved in politics, just look it up. They have all these candidates and all these politicians who they've been funneling money and they've been running the state. And so this is my problem with all of this is the establishment has failed us. The establishment didn't do nothing when our churches locked down. Our establishment did nothing with the lockdowns. The establishment did nothing with our kids being online, with our restaurants getting shut down to 25% capacity. The establishment did nothing to block the nomination of Elizabeth Hertel, who masked up our babies. And the establishment has did nothing or have done nothing to recruit licensed election inspectors to secure our elections. Who did that? All of you. All of us led by a statesman. That is the power of our movement. And they are deathly afraid of losing their grip and their power in the state of Michigan. Well, folks, this is how important it is for you to get involved. This is how important it is for you to continue to share our movement. This is how important it is for you to get out and vote on August 2nd, because we finally have a statesman that's going to represent you. Not bought and paid bar, paid, uh, bought and paid for by the establishment, by by lobbyists and special interest group and all these dark money from these super PACs. I'm bought and paid for by who? All of you. Every single one of you. That's who I'm bought and paid for by. And so we have three more debates now. And so look for me to call out this garbage over the next three debates. Because, folks, I have nothing to lose. And the bear climbing the hill is a whole hell of a lot hungrier than the bear on top of the hill. And I don't care how much money they throw at this campaign or at these other campaigns. I will not quit. We will continue to drive this thing forward. We will call out the shenanigans and the clown show. And we, the people, will take back our state because we are not going to go silently into the night. We are not going to vanish without a fight. This is our party. This is our state. This is our gosh darn country, and we're going to get it back. So make sure you do that call to action for us tonight. Let's hammer down the prosecutors. Let's stand for life. Let's stand for life. And even if you're pro-choice, you still can honor this law because that's why our government is here to enforce or to, to basically have the checks and balances of our government. And we have to make sure we're getting the right elected officials who are not going to bypass this garbage. So make sure, even if you're pro-choice, you should be upset at what Governor Whitmer's doing right now because there's a bigger picture of what's going on right now. And that's what you have to focus on. We can have conversation all the way to the sun goes down and when the sun comes up again about a lot of issues. And you have to be more than a one policy person now. We have to look at the broad spectrum. We have to look at everything now when we're picking a candidate. We have to get off this one issue voting garbage. You may not agree with everything that I believe in. You may not agree with every policy that I want to enact or every bill that I sign, but gosh darn it, I'm going to be transparent with you and I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm going to tell you my reasons why. And that's what we should demand from not only Garrett, but every single elected official who runs from here on out. And that's how we get our republic back. And I tell you what, we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to clean up Michigan right now. We do, to clean out the swamp, to clean out these rhinos, to clean out the establishment and their puppet strings over all of us, but it's going to take all of us together. Garrett can't do it alone. It's going to take all of us together to do this. 
and I need you to be activated. I need you to be inspired. I need you to be motivated to continue to hammer down with me, and we will take back this party. We will take back this state, and I tell you what, I said this time and time again, we will blaze a trail so wide, so big, so full of hope and inspiration that everyone that doubted us, hated us, attacked us, threw mud at us, they're going to have to humbly follow and that's what we the people is about. And that's what's going to start the ripple effect throughout our country to tell other people in other states, holy cow, they did it. So can I. And they will start to rise up and they will do the exact same thing. And that's how we get our republic back. It's not going to be a red wave in November, folks. It's going to be a red tsunami. And if we do it right, it will be a hundred year red storm as we get our republic back. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon.